Hello and welcome to the 13th episode of the second ever season of the Plebs on Footy podcast. I am your host, Rory O'Kane, and as always, I'm joined by a gleeful Scott Fotheringham. <laughs> My best part of the day by a long way was laughing at whinging Collingwood supporters. I, I love the fact that we actually had a reasonable run with the umpires because it made it funnier to laugh at them. Yeah, reasonable is oh, so putting it reasonably lightly, but we are also joined... Second week in a row, I believe. Uh, can you check On that fire. fact for me? <laughs> that's, that's fact check confirmed. <laughs> By uh, our producer, our uh, fact checker, uh, our Richmond correspondent. Richmond weren't able to break my heart this week because they had a buy. <laughs> so, so is he. It's, it's James Vicamp. Uh, I think we got the order wrong there. We probably should have introduced you then, had a conversation with you, but uh, <laughs> welcome to the pod. Anyway. Let's get to it. Straight into it. Not, not talking much shit at the start I, this time. It's I don't have a wonderful yeah, we, review every, to bring to the table, yeah, Scott. Ev- everyone's just excited to get on to everyone's favourite segment. Uh, Gold Jacket, Green Jacket. The title drives from a line in Happy Gilmore. Gold Jacket, Green Jacket, who gives a shit. Normally we give our 3-2-1 votes for the most meaningless game of the round, but during the buy rounds we don't want to say the entire round's meaningless. And we actually had a pretty good round of footy, and it's, it's a pretty mm. obvious one. It was, there were only two favourites who won, one of them was in a thriller today. The other one was uh, Adelaide winning by 57 points over St Kilda. So to those teams we say... Gold jacket, green jacket, who gives a shit? Well, I'm not sure if that'll come up, but we had a bit of technical difficulties there. always <laughs> 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 have a bit of technical difficulties. There are, there are never technical difficulties. Never, never. <laughs> that was on the lower end of technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, that, that's true, that's true. I should just uh, count my blessings. Uh, you paused <laughs> it at the appropriate time. Um, but yeah, what are, your, what are your thoughts on the game? Do you watch any of it? I didn't watch it, but oh, nice, uh, like, nice, nice. I reckon this just solidifies my thoughts. It's in killer exactly the same as last year. I mean, yeah, that, still can't travel. I think yeah. their average uh, lo- losing margin at Adelaide Oval was 61 or 63 mm-hmm. points. They lost by 57. Yep. So, you know, they're slight improvement. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> same as last year, played some good games, and then they, they get flogged by good teams. They get yeah. flogged away. And that's just, that stuff which just shows they're, just, they're not quite there. Yeah, it's three losses in a row for them. They're in a pretty, pretty mm. big rut, and... Yeah, I'm not sure what they're bringing to the table that's elite at the moment. Um, they're kind of a bit nothing around I, the edge. Look, I still think they're bloody quick when they play well, but there are actually a lot of teams like that now. Yeah. I mean, even... They're I, not unique. Even Essendon this week, and Collingwood today, actually, mm. were pretty quick in patches. It's actually, yeah, it's becoming a pretty common thing, so it's it's not really a point of difference anymore. They're, yeah, they're, they're not a bad side, but no. I, I think we're... They're starting to look like they'll struggle to make the eight now, I think. There are too many teams around there. Yeah, it's too congested, and they're losing too many games they probably shouldn't. Um, Mm -hmm. For Adelaide, this is just what you expect them to do. You'd want to see them beat a team. So, actually, positive. Roy Sloan got tagged out of the game. Yeah, that's Uh, true, actually. They still won. He had about 14, didn't he? Yeah, he did not have many at all. Um, Actually, that's massive for him. Yeah. uh, On the flip side, they... Were still like they were on top of him, and that's big for that. But St. Kilda didn't really use the loose man well mm-hmm. at all, so they only really half did the half did the blueprint of beating Adelaide. So I, I'd like to see them. Maybe they did, but maybe St. Kilda tried to do the blueprint, and I'm not giving them credit for actually beating it because it didn't look like it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm, I want to see Adelaide beat a Geelong that tries to do it again before yeah, but, I. Yeah. Before I ride off the floors in their game, fair play. enough. But I, that's still, I still think that's an extra tick for Adelaide there. To, yeah, to yeah. get a win with their, yeah, their best player not playing well, it's big. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, Sydney defeated the Dogs by forty six points. 
a pretty big win for Sydney. Man, this was like it was more than forty six points. This was a no, this was an pretty, absolute yeah. flogging. I think the the scary thing for the dogs out of this game, and we talked about it a little bit the fact they're not winning the contested ball, but you could watch this game and actually make a strong argument that it was Sydney playing the game on their terms, making a contested game, beating them in that area. And there were the only times where the dogs actually started looking dangerous because mm. they started getting their running game going and they'd started to look like an uncontested ball team, which is the opposite of what we talked about them last year. Yeah. And that's starting to become a trend now. It's at the point now you're playing the dogs and you think, let's make it a, a contested mm. game. They're still good at turning contested ball into uncontested they ball. They're, their hands they're not, are still the best. They're not good at this point in the season at actually winning it at the coalface and getting no. enough dominance for that to be the only way they score. Because they still don't score enough off turnovers. They don't have any bailout options up forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't understand why Redpath's not playing. Cloak is offering them absolutely yeah, nothing. Yeah, well, I, I don't think Cloak was given much of a chance this week. Like, no. The, the ball just didn't and, go in his, uh, look, in his direction. We've said this before. I do think a large part of it is the game plan of Beveridge. They don't... You're still not sure he's a great coach, are you? I, like, I think he's a great uh, motivator. Yeah, he is. I think he's a very good defensive and midfield coach. Yes. I just don't think he's a good forward coach. Yeah, no, that's so, that's pretty accurate. They, if, they were not coached well in the forward line last year. They no, weren't. If, if I was a Bulldogs general manager of football or something, I would say, let's get the best offensive coach in the game. Just him hire him, give him some money and say, Bevo, yeah, you, are fantastic. you are fantastic at what you do. But try and incorporate this guy's vision into the game. That's all they really need to become. Like, they could win the amount of contested ball they do, because they're still reasonably intense around the contest. They're the best tackling team in the AFL. Yep. So, like, the intensity is not so much the drop. No, it's, it's the, fact, it's the actual winning the ball. Um, but they, they don't have enough ability to turn. Like, they don't create easy goals, and we've said this before. Mm-hmm. That's how I evaluate Yeah, they have to work coach. hard for all of their goals. Yeah. And so I think they need to bring someone in to do that. So, like, when Adam Simpson gets fired for West Coast missing the finals, usher him through the doors. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, in, in the past, we've talked about the, yeah, the extra number of the dogs. Mm. You start to think this is another thing where it's like other teams are starting to do it now, so they've kind of lost that point of difference again. I mean, there are so many mm. teams, like Melbourne are obviously doing the thing with the players coming off the back of the square, yeah. and then we've seen Adelaide do that. We've seen some other teams. I think coaches are starting to get a bit more creative now, and all of a sudden it's it's not that special. It's a copycat league, and they saw how well it worked in finals. Mm. And so when the pressure's right up there, the extra player at the stoppage, fantastic. Yeah, you always copy the, the, the Premier. Yeah, and so it was a natural attrition. There's a bit of Premiership hangover there as well. The amount of Premiership players he's had to drop is staggering. So like, there, there are reasons there, but I just don't think they're a particularly good side. Big call. Yeah, well, I've heard this a lot, that were they a particularly good side last year other than yeah, a month I mean, They were probably about the seventh <laughs> last year, which is where they finished. So, yeah, fair enough. Uh, Sydney... Um, oh, we wrote them off. Was it last week or the week before? When they lose the hall? I posed the question, you wrote them off, and I was like, you're probably right. Look, it's pretty much over. Like, they're, they're all, it comes down to there is no margin for error mm. at all. If they drop one more game like they dropped against Hawthorne, it's over. Like, they have to be perfect. Yeah, those losses to Carlton and Hawthorne at the end of the season and what they're going to root. They look ridiculous, really. I mean, they're a much better team than that. Absolutely they are. So, uh, I'm, I'm going to be... I'm, well, you called me backflip okay in all of last year with Sydney. I think I will backflip every week on whether or not I think they're going I've, to I've decided I've been backflipping a bit this year, <laughs> this year as well. I'm going to try to make some big calls, but they're not going to make it. Now, I think with their 
the lack of depth that they have, they're not going to be consistent enough. They have to be consistently dominant for the rest of the yeah. year. I don't think they can. They do. can't get anything but A plus performances out of their midfielders to win. Out of their yeah, big and they have to get that every game. And any time they don't seem to lose. So, yeah, I still don't think they're going to make finals, but they're still a sight to behold when they're on the ball. No, they're not a bad side, but yeah, they're not going to make it. Yeah, if you run the season again, they probably do make it. If they don't have ramping, yeah, I agree. Stuff like they're, so they're, they're probably top, a top eight side. Yeah, they're the best eight. With teams, the hand yeah. they've been dealt, I doubt they'll make finals. Correct. Uh, can, next, can you stick with your doggies call for the rest of the year now? Like, even if they have a really good month, can you stick with? They're not great. Yeah, because we so had, we had this last year uh, where we wrote them off and then we, we both did the dogs. Actually, <laughs> I'll give you that. I'm normally not as big a backflipper as you. That one, we both. I don't know. <laughs> my, my, I've been strong on Hawthorne. I'm just putting yeah, there, there you go. You do have one. one. You do have one. Let's let's get on to it. Uh, yeah. You're a happy man. Yeah, uh, I tipped it. Uh, I'm just going to pat myself on the back for a little while. You I think did? I'm a yeah, genius. okay. No, uh, Gold Coast defeated Hawks by a 16. So, positive for Hawthorne. 70-point turnaround from the last time these two teams met. <laughs> like, you got to pay Clarkson masterful coaching job. <laughs> nice. It's and if, if there hadn't have been a disgusting umpiring performance, his own words, uh, who knows, they might have got out of the <laughs> Yeah, he's been fine with that, which is Has he been fine? Yeah, he was fine. It was actually somewhat clever the way he said it. Yeah, it was... Um, it was <laughs> so I don't talk about disgusting umpiring, yeah. is what he said. He yeah. was trying he was to do the, uh, I don't talk cute. about the umpires, and especially yeah. not today, thing yeah, that yeah, Kennedy yeah. did. Exactly, he was trying um, to be cute. But, but he kind of screwed it up. <laughs> he, he, did, he did screw what it up. What was the phone? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. You guys got something. You guys got I'm something. just thinking uh, the North phone was 80 grand. I want to see the comparison. That was a bit more brutal. It was a significantly <laughs> more brutal. I'm not, not denying it. I'd just, just, I just like to see how different the line is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Gold Coast, they're, like, they're a decent side. They're not bad. They've got a bit of polish. Something which I... I actually... I, for some Somehow, mm. I've actually watched Gold Coast three weeks in a row. It's weird. Was Mel- Melbourne on t- was one of those Yeah, games, Melbourne though. was one of so them. The last two weeks, they've just, they've just been an appropriate So you've watched them two weeks in a row and you've watched Melbourne one week because we all know you don't actually look at yeah. the other team when Melbourne yes, are playing. true. But three weeks in a row, I've looked at the opposition and thought they look a bit lost going forward. Like, they don't mm. really know what they're doing. I'm starting to think maybe... Just maybe. It's because Stephen May's a freak. He is a freak. But like, they, maybe they're setting up quite he's well. He's got fantastic hands. I, I I was just jizzing over Jeremy Howe today, just being like, oh, my God, he, how good a mark is he? Stephen May, for a big man, is just as good. Like, he's got a pretty nice fist as well. Yeah. That can come from He's anywhere. got fantastic judgment on when to use, when to punch and when to mark. Yeah. He... Like he is worth however much Melbourne or Hawthorne or whoever's going to pay him. So no, I would, I would be so so happy if we got him. Like he is yeah. just the perfect whoever someone's going right to pay him obscene amounts of money, and he's worth it. Yeah, he is. He is fantastic. He is. Um, yeah, and he, and I think as a leader back there as well, he directs them well as well. Yeah, he's got a little bit of the. Um, I don't want to say Nick Maxwell's because that's demeaning to him, but like he's got that general in the back line. <laughs> he's better than that. <laughs> like he's, he's Nick yeah, Maxwell yeah. who can play football. I, I, yeah, yeah, no, no, that's quite quite a good comparison. I, I I remember I said last week that it was quite a lazy mm. defensive game against West Coast, and I still stand by that. I think it's lazy defensively through the midfield. I think they don't yeah. they don't run hard back through the midfield. Aaron but I Hall think they're only actually tries setting in pre-season. Up well Gary Ablett doesn't need to try, so he doesn't. 
Um, and yeah. then that's like, who else do they have in the midfield? Aaron certainly doesn't do anything defensive ever. And I still don't understand how he had 16 tackles in a preseason game yeah. and then popped <laughs> this out everywhere. That was one of the reasons why he decided you liked him too. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, they're sharp moving forward though as well. Like, look, I suppose this way, last week I thought it was two terrible games mm. of footy, two terrible teams playing. And Gold Coast just got over the line. This week, I reckon Hawthorne were equally as bad as West Coast. Until the last quarter, which they list, they lifted. Yeah. But up until then, they were equally as bad as West Coast. But Gold Coast were actually good this time. Like, yeah. They were moving the ball really well. They probably should have buried them earlier. They yeah. gave a sniff. It also, credit to them for... Because Hawthorne got within two points. So credit to Gold Coast for actually being able to steady the ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it looked like they were going to get run over. I'm not sure if they actually are, but I still think of them as a young side. So, and you've seen teams like North and they still Melbourne have a lot of that instance. As a side, yeah, so. we've seen teams like that when the chips are down, fold. Yeah, and they stood up, which is good to see. Yeah. Um, Hawthorne, uh, yeah, just back to being second worst team in the comps. <laughs> yeah, you're objectively, happy, that's the only way you can look at it. They played a game more than everybody else around them, and they're second last on the ladder. It was such a weird flick of the switch at three quarter time. You're a flog. You're That's a the flog. sound of me patting myself. I just don't, I don't want to get around. <laughs> yeah. um, it, it was weird. Yeah, it was weird at three quarter. Like they could not have been any lazier in the third quarter. Like it was actually pathetic. And then the last quarter, all of a sudden, they were tackling like beasts. Mm. Paolo Bryant was awesome just through tackle pressure. He laid a few massive tackles. He's reasonably mobile. I like. He is mobile. He's going to have to develop he's a fair just, bit. He's a bit of a rated because I think he's like 23 or something. He's not that young. Yeah, so, he's a lot. But you know, <laughs> power to him. Uh, but anyway, let's get on. Let's move on. Another upset. Brisbane defeated Freo by 57 points. It wasn't just it, an upset. <laughs> no, it was a thumping. They ran out, did what, a five-goal lead straight off the bat, and then Freo were just shell-shocked and didn't mm. do anything. They didn't fire a shot. I don't think I've seen Ross as upset after a game for a long time. His press conference was absolutely bitter. Well, as it should be. No one stood up. Not Fife, not Neil, not mm. Mundy. That's still an elite group of players through the midfield. Mm. For your top three. And they were just beaten from pillar to post. Harris Andrews made Cam McCarthy look stupid. Like okay. It was unbelievable how silly he made McCarthy look. He's starting to look like a good player, that Andrews. Yeah, Somehow. no. He's, he's more mobile than he should be at like 200 centimetres tall. He, he, just I don't know, he just doesn't look like a footballer. I just think he looks kind of nerdy. He is Clayton Oliver. Yeah, that's fair <laughs> enough, especially when he was drafted. Yeah. <laughs> and Oscar McDonald, he definitely doesn't look like a footballer, no, but he's not one of I still so. maintain that Clayton Oliver looks more like Casper the Friendly Ghost yeah. than a footballer. Yeah, yeah. He gets bored every he runs out in the G, likes playing it anyhow. He did have to wear zinc in the game in Alice Springs. It was so funny. Yeah, it's all right. He's a good player, though. He's a good fella. I like him. Um, but yeah, this is... Brisbane needed. This has been a good week for Brisbane. They re-signed Shaki to a fairly reasonable contract. Yeah, that's incredibly that's reasonable. Um, and then they they pulled out the best performance of the year by mile. Shaki did make the media look like a bunch of dickheads, didn't he? Like yeah. there was just no one who thought that was possible. Especially mm. yeah, signing it wasn't even a big deal. Really. No, it was three hundred. It was just kind of like I like the club, I'll stay. And it was just whoa, that completely goes against everything that we've heard. Yeah, and. So there was a fair chance the manager was putting that out to try and drive up the price, and Brisbane stayed, and the kid never wanted to leave, and then when Brisbane stood firm, he was like, yep, we'll take it. Yeah, most so that's, that's, that's how I'd probably see how it happened, um, almost like that Dustin Martin but, situation but, but People made it ago. sound like he was, like, he was miserable there, and mm. like, he, that's why I was playing bad footy, because he, he was prob- hating being a Brisbane. He probably was miserable, but not because of the club, because of the media attention. Yeah. That's a far more <laughs> like, like, they just ripped into him every week, he was so overly criticised. <laughs> 
because instead of looking at him as a second year key forward, they looked at him as someone Richmond or Collingwood or Carlton was going to pay seven hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, that's year true. For. Yeah, that and is true. He's not that good a player because he's nineteen. They're or basing him by that expectations rather yeah. than like it's a kid the, who could have some second year boys. The Tom, yeah. it's the Tom Boyd corollary. Like, yeah, that, yeah, it was just that same treatment all over again. Yeah, it does happen. Um, that's probably a bigger win for them than actually winning the game, honestly. Like, that is yeah. so big for a club. And to be fair, players. so they'd lost, by this stage of the year, like 10 games by 10 goals or more, yeah. I, I read. Okay. Uh, they've lost two by that margin this year. So while they're not actually getting the wins on the board that would indicate massive improvement, the fact that they've been able to be in games for oh, so much longer, performances like their uh, Bulldogs performance, like, they wouldn't have happened last year. No, they, they, This is a really improving side. There are a lot of kids who look at it and go... He could be something. Um, I like the look of Jared Berry. Um, he's a kid I've watched. I haven't seen him. <laughs> well, you know, listen out for it. He just did a few nice things. Um, I like Reece Matheson, Matheson's celebrations. Oh, he's a bit of a flop. Oh, he is, but he's funny. <laughs> he kicked this fairly good goal and just started parading around like a swan yeah. for about 30 seconds. Yeah, no, he's a flop. <laughs> I don't care. We all know how I feel you know, about flops. Like flops, yeah. I defend Kyrgios to the death. Um, but, uh, we do have to talk about Freo at some point. I mean, yeah. you shouldn't spend this too long pumping up a two-win side. Mate, they're, they're in the eight before they're, this. They're no good. They're sitting ninth for the percentage without 70. They're, they're no good. If you look at percentage early in the year, and I know we're halfway through the year, but percentage early in the year is often a better indicator of future performance than the amount of wins you've got. Frio's got what, the second worst percentage or third worst <laughs> yeah, percentage. Yeah, they would be like, yeah. And if you ranked the teams of who you thought would who was the best teams, they'd be really low down the ladder. Yeah, you would. I'm I'd... not sure they beat Hawthorne. Like, I'd almost tip that on where it was. And oh, like, yeah, we yeah. all on know... You, on you know, ground, it'd be like a 50. Yeah, you know yeah. what I think about Hawthorne. Yeah. And did, I, did it power to them for winning seven games or six games or whatever they've done? Not really. I mean, they, they did with, against three our three... We've it. talked about it before, against our three teams. They snatched games. They should yeah. have won. But, yeah. Still, well done. Uh, anyway, next one. Essendon defeated Port by 70. This is the biggest result of the round. Yeah. I this like, is huge. I, I'm actually... I don't like it very much. Oh, it was... Essendon weren't... It wasn't just like a good win. Port Adelaide weren't that good. Essendon mm. were actually brilliant. Like, I, I felt similarly to how I felt about Port Adelaide the previous week. Like, they were just... It was some of the best ball movement I've seen all year. They were mm. so quick. They were a fast team. I don't... No one's quite picked up on that yet. I think, really I think quick. people are giving them credit for being fast through the forward line and everyone looks at they, every other line. They push line. up the ground and they did this week. They mm. gave them a run. They gave them an overlap run and they just, like, they used space so well. There was just always a hit up mark in the corridor. It and was Eddie nuts, had, which is bad from Port. Yeah, and Eddie Head's not a big ground either. So to no. do that on Eddie Head means you are working hard and creating yeah. space. Um, the hooker was unstoppable early. Like, just if you put it anywhere near him, you take a contested mark. And then, and, like, Danaher was just sort of leading up the ground and mm. doing his job. He still kicked four or something. Yeah. Yeah, it was like they were great. It was quite frightening. <laughs> yeah, so um, this is going to mean I have to watch Essendon now. I mean, just pretended they were. I thought they, they were no good as well, and yeah. they, they were so bad against Melbourne. I just thought, ah, no. Nah, what if they won four in a row or something like that? They're, they're under. I'm not sure. They're on a good run. Oh. This this was like you pair with the West Coast win. The way they played, they've beaten West Coast and Port at home by seventy points apiece, nearly. And those are yeah. two teams that will probably play finals. Yeah, see, I didn't watch the West Coast game. I wonder if they did look the same in that game. I wonder if they are just their best footy is really good. Yeah, I half watched the West Coast game, so who knows. <laughs> I remember you were more adamant that West Coast would crap out of that, but that's just because you don't like West Coast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I the way... <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Report. The 10 flat track bullies is going to start to get thrown around if they dish up too many more like this. They haven't beaten a single top eight contender. I, I and like they've that. thrashed every single bad team. I think this looked to me like they still have the defensive issues, which they used to have. They've considered the least amount of points in the league. Have they? Yeah. How much of that is the fact that they're... I can say nearly, all, nearly all of it is the fact that they're... Yes, when you have the midfield, but they're thumping teams and... To thumb teams, you generally have to yeah. get into low scores. Yeah. Well, yeah, I suppose they have a centre. And it's the dominance up the ground. Centers, it's the second best ever centre, I think, behind Adelaide. It's prob- Did it switch? I don't know. They're probably they had the best in the league. Yeah, going yeah, around. quite possibly. So they've just been really good. But yeah, I like. I I think this was a sign that when they're not mm. winning out of the midfield, they still have those defensive issues. Yeah, like they're they're defenders without Trangova, reasonably small. So. That I can I understand how Hooker and Dan Hooker got really really on top. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they 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 do have structural things that you could look to expose if you can match them in the midfield. The thing is this year no one's no one people have matched them in the midfield and that's been a good side. But no one's really gotten over the top of them in the midfield to really make them look silly. And that's from what you're saying this what this week, yeah. it did. And it it it, act, it did make them look mm. silly. It look it made them look defensively silly. So I mean it could have just been a bad week. I don't know. But there are some issues there. But I, I, I think Port Adelaide are a good team. I'm still sticking with that. I'm not going to be back flipping. I reckon their their best footy is in the top few in the comp. Yeah. So I, I still think there's a possibility they'll finish top four. Yeah, I didn't watch the game, so I can't backflip. So I'll stick with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I am starting to think Essendon are all right, which sucks. <laughs> yeah, you should have a longer period of like depressive football than yeah, one year for what they did. They're so bloody happy about it. Oh. Uh, our comeback story. Yeah. Oh, fuck off. Um, anyway, moving on. Carlton defeated GWS by one point. About there was, there was time they lost a close game for GWS. <laughs> yeah, like they, they pulled they, out these unbelievably bullshit wins for the last few weeks. They they look like they were going to snatch it. They should have. Like that Toby Green. <laughs> yeah, um, Green. Where he's kicked him from everywhere in the last quarter previously, and then he misses an easy one this week. Yeah. So like they should have won. Um, Probably. Yeah. Well done, Carlton. This is a fantastic win for awesome, them. Awesome, Carlton. It says, it, it says really good things about their backline. I think like Liam Jones is the story of the round. I've got to say about Liam Jones, uh, my opinion on this is more, why hasn't he been tried the backline before? Like, you, when you have a- athletic key forwards who are really struggling, yeah, you, you give them a crack them. down back. And because you see they all, they it, like, nearly always works. Like, if they're a supreme athlete... It does athlete, work a lot, yeah. It, at, at worst, they can turn into a good, solid man-on-man defender. At best, you get a Robbie Tarrant, you get a Michael Hurley. Mm-hmm. All those guys were tried as key forwards, and it didn't work out, so they moved them back. Mm. Like, yeah, it happens. I don't understand. It's, it should just be... Like, if you get five years into a key forward's career, and you think he's got talent, and he's not making it as a forward, it just should be what you do. It's, it, it was, in my it was mind, too it's long coaching he... 101. He's, this ninth year in the... Yeah, he's been an underperforming forward for so long. Why hasn't he been put there? And like, I, I like the talk of oh yeah, it's another big win from Bolton, and because I like Bolton, but I just I think it's I think it's a no brainer really. To be fair, it's Bolton's second year coach. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I'm not I, saying I, it's his fault. I I no exactly. I completely understand him saying let's see if I can turn him into a key forward for a year. Yeah, okay. I I, I understand that thought. And going to his last year of his contract, and, and they're like give him a chance yeah, somewhere else. And see given how good. Coach Bolton is. I can see him thinking I might be able to do something better. 
He'd been mm. under Malthouse, who would that that's was just a rabble, so you can't take anything yeah. out of that year. And he'd been in bad Bulldogs side, so yeah, I got. It'd I be funny if you had another stinker next week, though. If you played back next week, oh, if, if, if this was just <laughs> if this was a false dawn, if, you know, she's got Tom Lynch next week. It could kick out. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite possible. It'd be pretty funny. It'd be so good. Um, for GWS, you worried about this at all? No, no. Look, they're, they're, this is something I'm definitely never backflipping on again. GWS will win the premiership. Yeah, yeah. No, this is the Barring GWS play, twos playing the GWS twos. Yeah, yeah. And then the, the GWS yeah. fourths uh, had their score wiped at, in the third quarter against Sydney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Given that have... Sydney are the reason uh, we had to change the rule on wiping the scores in the AFL. <laughs> yeah. When they cheated against North Melbourne. <laughs> 19 players on the field, Scott, and it was a draw. We were robbed. We should have had a 66-point win. It was 66 points apiece. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, Dan. <laughs> Whatever. Um, anyway, next one. Do you want to gloat for a little bit? Melbourne defeated Collingwood by four points? I wouldn't mind it. Look, <laughs> Just have a spiel. I'll be, I'll be fair. We probably didn't deserve to win this game. Collingwood outplayed us. Like, yeah. In the first half, their pressure completely destroyed us. And then the thing which stood out mm. the most was on the outside, they were so much better. Like, we just kept letting them pop up in space. Their transition was really, really good. Yeah. And we, we really sort of struggled to move the ball. Um, in the second half, we just started winning the clearances, I think, and that got us just on top. And then just Collingwood just buggered it up at important moments. Yeah. And look, the umpires were nice. <laughs> it did help. But I don't like think... The last two minutes, there were free kicks paid that hadn't been paid all day. Mate, we've had enough bad luck this year. We deserve a couple of things to go our way. It's a good laugh laughing at Collingwood. Uh, Collingwood it is. Look, I'm never going to turn down the chance to watch Collingwood lose an agonisingly close game. Oh, but so if there was one team that I'd want to lose that game for, <laughs> it would be Melbourne. Yeah, and this would be a very different pod if we'd end up losing that. Oh, like, oh. the boot of this pod was riding on the outcome of this game because my team hadn't played James' yeah, team hadn't yeah. played it was purely up to you and you nearly pulled it off you nearly pulled off the devastating loss that would have made this pod enjoyable for the rest of us but instead you had to bugger it up and win it was a good win mate it was like it, oh, it, was, it was a very good win to get in there how, how about Watsy like the, how cool was he kicking that goal at the end he's, he's a very smart cool footballer is what I like is that he ran so hard, so quickly, covered so much ground so quickly to get into the position to receive the ball, and on. then he slowed down, which, one, if he missed it, meant more time was taken off the clock, meant that someone was going to either draw to him or just let him waltz into goal, and then he kicked it anyway, and it was just the perfect result. He, he's always been like that. Like With set shots, he always takes his full 30 mm. when he's heaving. Like, he's just he's just sensible. He's just a smart... And like, him, I would. He would be my number one person. I'd want taking that kick there, like yeah. number one in the Melbourne team, which is for a player who's been bagged his entire career. That's that's pretty cool. I've got a notable fact. Yep. Collingwood would have hit head out sixty-five to fourteen, but the clearance were tied at thirty-five. Is that Grundy's fault? Is that Melbourne's midfield doing well? Uh, that's that's an interesting thing. Uh, those have been the stats ever since Gorn's been out. Mm-hmm. It's been we've been utterly destroyed in the hitouts, and we've ended up winning or equaling out the clearances. Yeah. Um, I think the first half, I thought Brody Grundy is a bloody good Ruckman because he's the only Ruckman who's actually been able to gain ascendancy mm. based on the fact that Max was out. Like he, was, he absolutely took the piss in the first half. And then in the second half, I just think we just started reading it. Like, there were quite a few times where I saw Oliver just kind mm. of... like Grundy would win it down and he'd just 
dive on the ball and then we'd sort of the ball would just kind of spill out and then we because we were we were on top we had the momentum we just kind of force it forward and it just I, I think it was just smart by us as much as anything Grundy's a really really good rapper. Oh, his, his actual tap work is fantastic he'd be all Australian for sure now I reckon I think that's a very very dicey question he's pretty close I'm not sure he's for sure who have you got it? who have you got ahead of him as much as it pains me to say it McAvoy's been unbelievable <laughs> No, Grundy's his better work, than big boy. His work around the ground in contested mug is phenomenal. Paddy Ryder's been fantastic. He may not have been. And yeah, Ryder, Ryder, I'll give you He's um, a chance. I'd still give it a Grundy. Oh, I'm not saying I wouldn't, but I think it's. I'm not. I don't think it's a for sure. Um, with the clearances thing, what I noticed, you was you almost manning up at the stoppage and sitting on their ass, and if it was a good tap tackling but then working past them to beat them physically at the contest. Mm-hmm. I think it was, you'd sort of changed your structure around the ball to just... Mm-hmm. Instead of trying to read the taps, you were reading the men around the ball. And then just kind of, yeah, yeah. jumping on it. And yeah, and it, you were more desperate in the situation. The, in, yeah. you were up and the fight a lot of it's ball. from momentum as well. But yeah, absolutely. We have a bloody good midfield. Do you reckon Ruckman are really excited about playing Melbourne during this stretch? Just because they got no Ruckman, they could just walk into the game. Only like, if they've oh, got yeah. themselves in Dream Team. <laughs> yeah. I reckon in some ways when you're dominating that much in the Ruck, you can try to do too much. It's a like, little disconcerting. Like, I'm just going to dominate this. Like I'm just going to hit it over the back mm. and then try to whack a ball over there and just try to take the piss kind of. And then it, like, it doesn't always end up working. <laughs> there's a bit of... There's a balance there. Yeah. I, in some ways, it's easier... To be uh, the team without a ruckman because all you can do you can just try and read yeah. it and you know you know how the ball's going to come up. Where if the ruck contest is relatively even, you've got a factor in both scenarios. And if you lose that, yeah, we're okay. expecting to win some. It can really damage you. We like no, we're not going to win the hitouts. Yeah, <laughs> like, and, like, and when happen. you've got Max Gorn, you know you're going to win the hitouts, which has allowed you both ways to the freedom to be aggressive. Yeah. Um, but anyway, one speaking of fun facts. If GWS had have got over the line, it would have been the first time that both teams from Queensland and both teams from Sydney had won in the same week. All won in the same week. You bastards, GWS. And the one team that didn't complete the perfect quad, whatever you call it, was the team on top of the table going to the round. <laughs> Who would have picked that? Yeah. Against like a bottom yeah. three team. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You bastards, GWS. Ah. Can we just quickly say Plastic how good was that? Oh, yeah, no, this deserves a mention. He kept us in the game in the second quarter, and then he was clutch at the end. Yeah, no, he's, he was fantastic. So, the thing with him, the reason why he's playing forward and he's not playing that, he's not absolutely dominating mm. like someone like Oliver is. Yeah. He's the only one of our midfielders who's good enough to play out of position and still play really, really well. So that's why he's forward. And you don't have a forward <laughs> line, like, at all. Yeah, so like, we you, need you to put someone there, to, yeah. and he's the best player. Yeah, and he's, so like, he's, he's a good overhead mark. So it, Yeah, he's improved at that as well, actually. Oh, he's a good overhead mark against people his own size. Yeah, I'll put it that way. Yeah, okay. he's, he's more he's, people like that. But. Yeah, no, but like, he's not a runner and a jumper. He's a work people off the ball, and he can't do that against the big boys. This is irrelevant. He was excellent. <laughs> he's, he's got he's got quite strong hands as well. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. which is actually like that's improved and that surprised me. Hannon was important in patches as well. He's he's, he's, he's very good. he's very hot or very cold. Hannon, he'll be like he'll do things that make you go, "Why haven't you been in the air for longer?" And then he'll do things that make you go, that's why. His last month, he's just clicked. Like, he's actually had a really good month. Well, he, he nearly killed... He nearly gave me a heart attack in the Melbourne North game. He was your best forward yeah, by the country. Yeah, and then he, he was really good against Gold Coast as well And then this week. Like, he had good... He was, didn't dominate for four quarters, but he mm. had really, like, important moments. And Jeff is just awesome. 
I also have to say. Yeah, you were talking up for a possible Australian. It's, n- it's not out of the realm of possibility. Chance, mate. He's, um, he's really good. I was, talk- I was talking to James about this earlier. I think he's the best small forward that plays a small forward role normally. Like, Toby Green doesn't play the small forward role normally. He does more than that. Eddie Betts, I think, brings more to the table than you expect a small forward to do in certain areas. Jeff Garlett plays a small forward role the way, like, the prototypical way a small forward plays that role. Front and center. And he does, he, it. Yeah. And he does it at an elite level. Yeah, he gets the goals out of the back as well. Like, I mean, yeah. Oh, he got his he, first he, two today. Yeah, he, kick, he kicks a lot of eddies, I'll give him that. But I think he makes up, He'll up give for him it that. By, based on how good his pressure is. Like, it's kind of like... He'll give him the eddies. <laughs> the only no, okay, person I'll give ever... you that. I'll give you that, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'll give you that. But, yeah, no, he's, he's really, really good. Okay. I like him a lot. That's a clarifying question. Do we see Eddie's as like a negative point to his game? Because I, I yes. feel like Eddie's are a positive. No, no, they're a negative. But like as a small forward, no, that's no, your role. they're a negative. Boy. That's your role. <laughs> they're a bloody negative, mate. It, it, it just shows you're not creating the goals. You're getting on the end of them. But like that's what that's what you're supposed to do as a small forward. No, but a small forward, you get front and center and you put pressure on and you can be creative at times. Jeff set up a couple of incredible. You need someone to keep that goal. You need someone to be there. Well, what I, what I like yeah. about this is. Uh, when a team gets easy goals, we absolutely praise the coaching, <laughs> but we completely discount any of the hard work done into getting that by the players. <laughs> it's, it's, it, there is a skill being in the right place at the right time. It doesn't show that he's a bad footballer, but I just it shows that he's overrated to me that he kicks that many goals. I don't, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not talking about any the, the person. I'm talking about the, the any yeah, yeah, any. yeah well, I, I think I think Josh Jenkins isn't that great. of Footballer, yeah, the fact that he gets agree. a lot of easy goals and he, he feeds off the way Adelaide play. I think in a lot of teams he'd struggle. Yeah, Wayne Carey was right. Anyway, let's move on. Do you want to do top five or the mailbag first? <sighs> we did top five first last one. Let's do top five. Let's do top five. Uh, we've got we've got yeah, a, this is a bit of a weird one. We've got one suggested by uh, by my Papa Bear. Uh, he suggested <laughs> <laughs> well, that we look at uh, the list of play the players that have moved clubs. Who, which club has the best t- players that have left them? I did not describe that well. You get the idea. Can you just explain how much time you spend bloody preparing for this segment? I mean, you've got a list of all of the players from every club who's who've left, and you just did it yourself through just looking through yeah, the look, player lists. I definitely, when I committed to You're this, not. thought uh, someone would have written an article that described it. I can't believe it. no one's done it because think about how much we're visionaries. We are. We are. <laughs> you, we, you, we, I, like, think about how many times people say Carlton, the amount of players they've let go. Look it's, at all the goals they've missed out on. How has no one done an article? To some other teams, and we'll see. We'll see where they come in our top five. Yeah. My, I'll give my fifth first. Yeah, go ahead. I really wanted to put this team in because it's quite funny. I'm giving it to Hawthorne, and it's amusing because before last year. Mm. Like, they've they got a very average team that's left. But all of a sudden, you chuck in uh, Hill, Mitchell... I did not I did put in Hill, so... Uh, Lewis, <laughs> along with Buddy in there. And all of a sudden, that's a pretty Matt elite Suckling. team. Yeah, Suckling's quite good. And Josh Kennedy. You forget yeah. Kennedy as well. It was like, And they've got Sam Gibson, who... He's not up, great, yeah. No, they had on his rookie... I'm not saying he's, but he's played 100 yeah. games in a row. <laughs> yeah, I'd like... Zach Dawson... Kyle Cheney, <laughs> Kyle Cheney, yeah. <laughs> Those are off of them. Even Jed right. Anderson, who but, you know, uh, I'm just, internally quite disappointed in, but we'll talk him up here. <laughs> it's just yeah, it's quite extraordinary that in one year, all of a sudden, that's a bloody good list of players that are gone. Yeah, no, every single one of them is nearly. I'd say had Sam Manigola on their rookie list at one point as well, and he's playing good footy. Yeah, it's just footy. it's a sneaky good list of people, and it explains why they're not that good. <laughs> yeah, when you look at that in the retirement, you go, okay, I mean, understandable. 
Yeah. They've lost the premiership team. It's, it's, it's good to chuck them there. Who have you got in five? Uh, yeah, because I had Hawthorne a bit higher up. I had Brisbane at five. Uh, okay. Doherty, Aish, Crisp, Green. Like, there's a, just a lot of names. Pierce Hanley, Friscatelli, ja- like Jared Pollock, Yo. Right? Like, it's just it's a yeah. lot of names, and a lot of them are pretty good. I yeah, I actually don't even have them in, which was actually a really? big, it was a big surprise. I I thought going in, I might get Brisbane. Well, because that's all you hear about. There. Uh, just kind of like there are a lot of names there and a lot of names of good players. The only mm. one there I look at and think he's a star is Yo. Like the oh, way like the way that they're playing for the team. Okay, Docker, yeah. Sorry, skip over him. Those two are very, very good yeah. footballers. But you know, the, Ace isn't great. Crisp isn't great. No, Crisp like the Crisp is pretty good. Josh Green Hanley is hasn't pretty been good. good. Lewenberg. Well, Hanley's just come back from yeah, I know, but, uncle or dad dying or whatever it yeah, was. So okay. you got to give him some some time. But like Riscatelli's Gold Coast vice captain. Yeah, but like he's not. Whole leg. We've we said two weeks ago it was like the best week in the competition, nearly. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> so there's just a lot of talent that is pretty good. And it does. You do put that in, if you put that into Brisbane's lineup. Are they a, a finals team? Maybe, probably Possibly, not though. Yeah. But so they haven't lost a huge amount of um, top end talent. But I think the strength is the depth. And a lot of those are playing good football. Yeah. At uh, four, I'm going Gold Coast. Oh, interesting. I did not have them. Uh, yeah, well, again, there are teams which I was like, hold on a second. Like, they should have got rid of a lot of players. And, I mean, I suppose they are. I mean, I mean, it says a lot about the difference in concessions and drafting that they haven't got rid of that many players and they're still nowhere near yeah. as good. It's more um, it's more the sheer talent there than mm. anything. I mean, obviously, O'Meara, you're like, okay, hasn't done a lot of Hawthorne, but, like, that's some crazy talent that yeah. let go. Presley hasn't done that much at Richmond, but that's crazy talent. Um, Caddy's a very talented player. Mm. Char- and Charlie Dixon, I, I really, really Charlie like. Dixon, you look at and go, you have the talent to be the best key forward in the comp. There's nothing he can't mm. do that a key forward should do. He's the biggest competitor in the game. Just yeah. You see, he's... He should be good. Harley Bennell's obviously wasted talent in the same line. But, yeah, I didn't... The most notable thing about that for me is that they have the one word that rhymes with orange in Daniel Gorringe, who they let go. I hate you. I really <laughs> hate you. <laughs> oh, no, no. All right. Four, we got four. You got Hawthorne. Yeah, I got Hawthorne at four. Okay, We've sorry. been through that. Yeah, all right. Three, I've gone with Adelaide. Okay, I've gone Carlton at three. Uh, yeah, Adelaide, it's the top end. You've got Adelaide at two, do you? Yeah, I kind of wanted to put Carlton at two because it's kind of funny. It is very funny. <laughs> it's, it's fun to laugh at them. Um, but yeah, there's some that's some crazy quality there. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> G'day, Dwayne Russell. How are you doing? <laughs> uh, isn't that uh, JB? That's crazy. He, d- he did used to do that in the footy show. I know no. you don't watch it. No, Paddy, <laughs> wouldn't have a clue. Paddy, Paddy Dangerfield, of course. Phil Davis is one of the best defenders in the league, as we've discussed. Jake yeah, Gunston. Gunston, Bernard, down you know. Doesn't get much better than that. Yeah, I mean, Jared Lyons has been sneakily quite good for the Yeah, He has Coast. actually. Yeah. He's nearly Something their else second best. Having watched the three weeks he's nearly their second best midfielder behind Ablett. He's he's pretty. Good. I think in terms he of contested was, ball, he's actually their best this year. That I'm, wouldn't I'm surprise sure me. He had twenty touches and averaged nearly a goal a game last year at Adelaide. He was good at yeah, Adelaide. Yeah, and he was playing largely forward. Yeah, like, yeah, he was that high half forward that would push into the midfield yeah. occasionally. Yeah. Uh, Ricky Anderson's fulfilling a role mm-hmm. at um, Hawthorne. And everyone's bagging Tibbet at the moment, which I understand. He's still but talented. Like, he's a good player. Um, even Matthew Wright, Carlton's leading goal kicker. Yeah, there you, you go. Know? Yeah, there's some freakish quality there. <laughs> it's just a lot of talent, and Matthew Wright. 
<laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had Carlton. We may as well rock Yeah, let's just have uh, a yeah, Let's, to be honest, it's the forward line. It's the best forward line in the competition, and it's yeah. not playing for Carlton. It is. Any right. bets? <laughs> you've, you've got Kennedy. Jeff Carlton, Jared away, <laughs> Josh Kennedy. You have a you have the one of the best key forwards in the competition. You have uh, like. One of the, who is like one of the best second key forwards in competition. Well, he's fine. Yeah, I, I, um, yeah. Uh, you've, you've got yeah two of the best small forwards. You've got Jacobs resting forward when he's you, not rocking. You've got Troy Mensah who <laughs> is playing in an Adelaide side. It's fantastic. I mean, he's playing. He's, he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Even Greek Sean Bradby. Yeah, I completely forgot he, he, he racks up twenty five touches a game. Yeah, I mean I don't like him very much. much. He gets no, but he, goal, he's but. a fine eighteenth player, best player in the yeah, team. That's a pretty pretty good pretty good outfit. I heard a little bit, a little bit of a protest. Sure, Griggs definitely higher, higher than 18th best player in Richmond's team. Yeah, and that's why you're not going to win the flag. <laughs> <laughs> he gets too much cheap ball. I don't like him. Um, yeah, so yeah, I'd Carlton too. Yeah. So anyway, number one is possibly the most obvious answer to a top five question we've ever had. Um, I wrote a list of. We probably should actually take a photo of this list. Upload <laughs> it. I might upload it just raw, like just upload the file. GWS. So no one can open it. It's a word document. Everyone can open it. Yeah, no one will open it. Which <laughs> you might be interested. Um, <laughs> they, so I, I wrote a list of it. Everyone's got about two lines, except for Port Adelaide, who I've only got two players for. But yeah, I think it's, that's it's my like, error. It's like one um, or two, and then it's GWS with four, four lines, and like so many of them are stars. Trelaw, it's, it's it's absurd. Absolute dead set jet. <laughs> Hoskin Elliott's been pretty good. McCarthy's been pretty good. Tom Tyson for you. Tom Bug, your favourite. Yeah, yeah, you guys um, are. <laughs> Anthony Miles is pretty good. Tom uh, Boyd, of course. Yeah. Bruce. Bruce Field. I forgot about Bruce. It's, it's phenomenal. <laughs> Marchbank and Plowman are carrying Carlton's defense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. about. <laughs> Jed Lamb, who I've definitely forgot was a player until he played this week. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's absurd. It's phenomenal. Curly Hampton had started And they together. still have stupid depth. Like, it's just... Yeah, they, uh, they're still playing with half their side out. And winning, yeah. It's on... Like, <laughs> when you look at that... They have, like, two great teams that they are no longer playing. So, for. we, I said before, we had the seconds of GWS versus the seconds of GWS. <laughs> if, you put that, if you put that side on the park... That's that is the nearly a premiership win. That's, it's not, but it's it's a very competitive out. Like, well, they're missing a Ruckman. That's about it. They've got key forwards. <laughs> Tom Boyd's been playing Taylor like Adams. Dogs. <laughs> it's phenomenal, this list. Like, they couldn't win a flag with that. Uh, no, like, that shows you how unfair <laughs> it was. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, that's it for top five. We made it through. Do you think I got value for money over my time spent? Look, I still think a few hours working on it's a, a bit I did fun. not spend a few hours working on it. <laughs> you did. You should have been watching the D's get a great win today. I Instead did watch the D's get a great hey, well, you win. No, you're right. You're right. I did watch the D's get an average win today. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was pretty good, man. Uh, but anyway, let's start. We've got some questions. Well, the first question I will, well, I will say I did solicit. Um, I, I turned to the producer and I said, please ask <laughs> So that's me this why question. you responded to it with great question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It is a great question. And we had, we discussed this earlier. We just, we, we, this is an organic part of Would you like me to, you like me to ask a question? You know what? I would. A live yeah. studio audience question. So this, this comes obviously directly from me. So the Josh <laughs> Kelly trade, who came out favourably in that one? It's, it's not even a question. Honestly, yeah, it is GWS. so clearly Melbourne. By it's a country mile. Like, it, it is ridiculous. We have two got the best, very good midfielders. You've got the best player in the league for two big Raiders. Yeah, they are not very good midfielders. 
They, Dom Tyson had fourth in our BNF last year. He's a good player. He's an okay good player. He's, he's, he's a, not a real. He's a B grader. He's very, he'd be B plus. Oh, okay. And Salem will be very, very good. Yeah, what if he can ever put a full season together? He's, he's a little inconsistent, but he will be excellent. Yeah, sure he will. Then you got Rory Love going back the other way. We've got Jaden, mate. Anyone wants Jaden? We've got two out, the the best, two out of the best. Two out of the best three assets out of that deal went to GWS. And you're completely ignoring the fact that they got an extra list spot to do whatever they wanted with. Mate, I honestly think it's ridiculous that you're running with this. One player is never more better than two very players. It just doesn't two, work like that. Two players that are better than the three that went the other way, that is a fair deal. And that is a win for you. They've got the best player in the league out of it. Look, they lose when Josh Kelly comes the to North Melbourne. They lose the trade when Josh Kelly... One of these Kelly... weeks we're not talking about Josh Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, well, next week they've got the bye. Uh, oh, no, we're talking about them at the end of the, in the wrap-up. Never mind. Um, they lose the trade as soon as Josh Kelly comes to North. So you win in, like, 11 weeks. But up until then, you've lost this trade. I think you just got Mate, to Mate, we it. actually had no midfielders at all before this trade was done. And all of a sudden, we had a reasonable midfield. Like it was a, it was a genius trade. And then it was, all of it was a sudden, a you would have the best player in the league. I hate you. I hate you so much. <laughs> oh, yeah. This one's from Poochie. With Carlton winning the intra club match, has their strategy to raid GWS list been successful? But like, I'm not going to lie, I did steal that gag from Kurt. I did steal it from. No, it, is, it is quite a funny. Gag. It's a good gag. Yeah, no, I quite like. Pat it. him on the back. Um, but has their strategy been successful? I'm... I still don't think their list is very good. Like, I don't know if their recruiting has been that good. It's been more the way that they've given those recruits a role and mm. made them contributors. I, 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 yeah, I like a lot of the players they've got from GWS haven't been that great. KJ, Christian Jackson, I mean, yeah. uh, Jared Pickett, <laughs> KJ to his <Yeah>. friends, <laughs> Liam Sumner. Yeah, not very good. Jed Lamb. Yeah, there you there's, go. A, I mean, there's a lot of average there. Yeah, like, I, I don't know if their recruiting has actually been that great. They've just got a bloody good coach. What what they did, they took a crapshoot at the crapshoot that GWS had taken. So they got they got a look at some of the misses that GWS had sort of not given the role, not given the opportunity to, and power to them. It's worked for them. So we've been saying power to you a lot in this podcast. Yeah, I've said it a few times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's nice about bears when you used to always say Rob Peter to pay Paul. You used hey, to say that three times every pod. I had a Irish Catholic upbringing. <laughs> I'm gonna gonna can pay ask, homage to my roots. Can we ask Matt Curry's question in a serious way? Of where is Josh Kelly going to end up? I don't. I don't want any just like North thrown in there just for a gag. Like, if do you do you actually think he's gonna end up at North? Yeah. No, I do. I honestly don't know. But no, no, like, do you do you care enough to like? and look at it oh, yeah. have you paid any attention or oh, you... yeah I've seen all the scuttlebutt yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd be very surprised if he doesn't come to North I don't think there's a chance he goes to St Gilda I'll be shocked if he do goes do you think there's a chance he stays at GWS yeah about 20% only 20% more than that yeah oh mate you, ne- you can never trust when does someone so who knows what he Travis wants Travis Cloak put off contract talks and he's like the only one that ever signed re-signed maybe Dusty but we just talk about this week, Shacky. Yeah, but he didn't put off contract talks to the end yes, of the season. Yes, but I'm just making the point that the media, you, you, you don't know. Mate, you, you forget you forget the guys who did end up signing. Yeah, that's true. You do. They're, they're the ones which you forget about, and then the media pat themselves on the I'll back ne- about saying, oh, it was right. Like, I'll, I'll never forget about Josh Kelly. I love him too much. Shut up. <laughs> just shut up. Uh, we have another question from Matt Curry. Does Port's loss to Essendon say more about Port being inconsistent or Essendon? No, this is from Kurt again. I apologize. No, no, it's from Matt Curry. No, we've got a, another Port Essendon question from Matt Curry. 
Yeah. They're exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> Credited to both people. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, just, so just what does the Essendon board game have to say about it, the respective teams? Yeah, we, look, we probably covered this in the section on that game. But yeah, we did. I, I, I think, think it says more about Essendon. Do you I think, think Essendon top side? I'm worried about it, yeah. Okay. I, I, they played like a top four side that week. Do you think so. Port's loss showed anyone how to beat them? No, I, I just think they got flogged out of the middle. And, yeah. Well, and so Essendon, yeah, Essendon so you completely have to jumped them out of the middle. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, <laughs> do that against any team. Um, and I'd like you know they got completely jumped. I, I don't think it's the end of the world for Port. It's more an issue for Port the fact that they played some quite good footy and they're now sitting in the middle of the ladder. But this game itself, I don't think's a sign that they're no good. But it was bloody good for Essendon. Yeah. So I say it says a lot more about Essendon. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. Well, we only had three questions other than the four I wrote down because. Did not pay attention to the fact that two are the same. We are on to tips, aren't we? I haven't forgotten anything. We are, you have forgotten something. Are we, are we, are we going through the buy team? For yeah, I, oh, yeah, let's do that. I reckon, I reckon just, just a grade and then a couple sentences. Then. Yeah, all right. Good, good, like good on-air like planning it. session. North Melbourne. I'm giving him a B plus. I'm being a nice Only fella. a B plus. Oh, shut up. You're an idiot. B plus is a very positive grade Only for a team. Only a B plus. Where are you sitting? I don't know. Like 15th, 16th? Yeah. No, right than that. <laughs> yeah, you're a we're above Carlton, we're above... Yeah, all right. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. But you're not sitting that well. I'll give you a B plus. is pretty positive. I think your list is crap. I think you've done quite well. To be We're going to be top four team. We get Josh Kelly. Let's trade it away. Your whole bloody team. We didn't trade them away. We delisted them. Sacked them all. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Um, <laughs> fact check. <laughs> um, no, I've given this an A. Uh, you like, don't think you don't believe that a B plus is a very kind grade. C plus is average. If we're above, well above average. Yeah, you are two B+ grades is above average. average. Yeah, but not Two above. grades not enough. Not enough. <laughs> no, you're not that. an A. Richmond, I'm giving an A+. Plus. I, 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 if you're not giving an A plus to Richmond, you're not giving an A plus to anyone. They have played so much better than I expected. They are yeah. a far, far better side. I'd, yeah. give a, I'd give us an A, but that's because we lost to Freo. I think that takes it down from an A plus to A. No one's perfect. Like, yeah, but like, an A plus is perfect. But it, no, but it's not. It's not, not necessarily. Is 90% of yeah, the exactly. Plus. I remember high school grading systems, James. <laughs> if you're not going to give Richmond an A plus, it, the grade doesn't exist. Uh, no, I would say it would if we beat Freedom. Whatever. <laughs> I'll give it an A plus as well because that conversation's not worth having. <laughs> <laughs> All right, West Coast. Uh, I hate those guys. I'm giving them a D. I mean, you can't be too negative about them. They're still D minus. Uh, probably gonna you can't be too negative about them. D minus. Yeah. Like they just—they've so yeah, many right. stupid problems that they shouldn't have that they do have because they're soft. Like there's just that's why they don't have problems with coaching. They don't have problems with talent. They've got problems with softness. I think they do have a bit of problems with talent, but. I don't think yeah. not, 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 not that it should affect their consistency they don't have, they, 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 they don't they don't have, comp by a mile they have like some good footballers but they don't have freakish talent like they don't have especially with that like, Kennedy and Nick Nat yeah like yeah Nick Nat would be one in the middle but mm. like and we've talked about Shuey's the only one but like they, they don't have that freakish X factor yeah who's the last like by team uh, Geelong I'm going to give a B2 I'm going to give him an A you're going to oh, Jesus that's, I that's expected big. them to be a lot worse and they've still had the three losses against bad teams, but they've looked a lot more... Their, their wins against good sides have looked a lot more sustainable than I expected. But do you think they're a better team now than they were last year? Yeah. I don't. I, 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 I think I've seen got, the same thing. Look, I think there's there's two, two parts to that. I think the competition at the top end is worse than last year. So I think that... And if they're the same, that puts them closer to it anyway. 
And I also think, yes, they've gotten more support. Scott Selwood has been a huge in for them in terms of balancing That's that it. Every, I don't see Mitch any... Duncan's Oh, Mitch Duncan a was better. a pretty good player last year. He was. Year. I think he, he's at the he's, same He's level. borderline A-graded now. I don't, he's think, he's I don't think he's quite there. I think he's still a B-plus. But I thought, basically, they've played a month of not great footy, but they managed to get over the line. A month of crap footy and a month of well, three weeks of inspired hmm. footy playing at home. And I, I, I don't know. I just haven't seen a sustainable thing going forward. I, I think they're the same as they were last year, which is a pretty good side. Yeah, look, they made the brilliant. So I've given them slightly above average. Oh, well, I've given them well above average. Have you and A is strong for Geelong. Strong. I, I, really, I thought I... I'm going according to my expectations, and I thought they'd be... Alright, so you had lower expectations of, the a. of them than I did. I think so. Anyway, let's do the tips. That's yeah, it. Yeah, let's run through it. Do you want to read them out? Yeah, do that. Oh, good work, boy. Oh, here we go. I'm raising my game. West Coast Geelong. In Perth. Whoa, that's, that's a big game. Geelong. I'm going to go West Coast. Oh, a bit of difference. Yeah, I like I, it. I like it. Yeah. What do we got next? North Melbourne, St Kilda. St Kilda. Uh, yeah, I've got... It's, it's, it's a must win for them. It like, is a must a win big for, them. for them. I'm going to go north for the drama. Um, but I do think we're a sneaky chance. Might go different than every game. Here we go. Uh, I do, I do we're think we're here. a sneaky chance. All right, got Richmond Sydney at the G. Richmond, yeah, I'm not too. Damn. <laughs> I'm not too. I've Sydney are favourites, and I don't understand why. Yeah, Sydney are dollar seventy-seven. Yeah, I'm going to go. That Richmond. makes no I, sense. I, I, I think it's a. I think it's about a fifty-fifty game. Yeah, I think really. so as well. I'd give him sixty. I'm going to go Richmond. Richmond. If I was being pedantic, Richmond. you don't want to go Richmond just for the difference. I don't know. He went Richmond. Oh, oh no, sorry. Goes. So you don't want to go Sydney? That's just right. so we've been different for three games. High production values. Fine, Sydney. It's <laughs> 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 a fifty-fifty game. Uh, Port right. Brisbane. I don't think we're different on this. <laughs> Port Adelaide. Well, you don't think uh, <laughs> Brisbane can repeat their performance no. from last week? No, I don't. Be dominant brutal. Frio, sir. Uh, yeah, no, Port. Yeah. by a lot. <laughs> Gold Coast, Carlton. Now that is an interesting. I mean, I'm Gold Coast. Yeah, They've already beaten them this it, year. It is a Metricon, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been yeah, this yeah. year. Had Eddie had. Yeah, Gold Coast. I mean, I mean, it's an interesting game. But yeah, Bulldogs, Melbourne, Bulldogs. Um, I'm gonna go Melbourne. Ooh, Jesus, this is an interesting round. I, I, I don't, I don't rate what the dogs have done this year. I bet not. We'll it's get, out of here. We'll get two right each. That's and we, we're coming happen. off a win, so we'll be shit. You'll get, you'll get Bulldogs and St Kilda right, and I'll get uh, Geelong and uh, Richmond yeah, right. Just bullying, bullying people into the wrong tips. Anyway, that's right, the so end, that's of a, end of a great part so, and an even better day, I do suppose. You, do you want a fact-checking update? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, let's I do that. I counted uh, eight facts stated, and I think five of them were correct. <laughs> oh, God. Like, how, how that's many... a passing grade. <laughs> <laughs> how do you want me to deliver this? Do you want me to tell you the wrong ones? No, okay, let's lead us off. Build us up and then tear us down. Go okay. with the good stuff. Well, Roy Sloan did have 14 disposals. There was what? a... Fact checked. That was mine. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm patting nice. you on the back here, Scott. Hey, I'm happy with that. Um, you said Bulldogs were the best team for tackles. They're actually tied second. Oh, so fact, <laughs> not uh, fact denied. <laughs> are, you, are you going quantity or per game? Quantity, but I think it's the same. Well, no, Hawthorne have played an extra game. Ooh. Ha! <laughs> uh, I, I went quantity. Fact <laughs> check the fact checker. Exactly. All right, it doesn't matter. Moving on. <laughs> Um, oh, this was a cool one. I was actually quite impressed by this. Um, Gold Coast beat Hawthorne by 86 in round... Tw- in round... Yeah, whatever. whatever, three, whatever. Yeah. So there was a 70-point turnaround. It was exactly a 70-point turnaround. You said that. Yeah, I so don't, I, I'm not going to lie. I did 100% know that. <laughs> I, was, I was pretty impressed by that. Um, Hawthorne go back to nine points, not three. Fact denied. You said when Hawthorne were chasing them in the fourth quarter. Huh. They got back to three. They only got back to nine. Mm, okay. 
Danaher did kick four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I can't remember what that one was for. Essendon beat West Coast by 61 points. I think I said 64. Well, it's pretty good. Yeah, that's <laughs> enough. <laughs> it's a very uh, odd segment. <laughs> <laughs> and Port had to have the least points. Good fact. We may have discussed that like five minutes before going uh, on. Oh, yeah, that is good. That's yeah, good. that's 100% oh, yeah, the okay. reason I brought it up. That is a good fact, though. I like it. And I have locked in your calls. I've, I've, I've written down my calls, your calls for the first Ooh, time. Oh, I like it. So, Sydney will not make finals. Locked in? Yeah, locked in. Uh, Rory, <laughs> you've written off dogs as a bad team. I feel like I've been coming for a while. Oh, no, yeah. No, I'm not are, a bad are you team. Locked not, in they're, they're not a good team. I'll, I'll lock them in as that. One and a half of the eight teams? Yeah. Okay. Um, you've said Port are a good team. So you've, you've, you've locked that in, but we need further specification for that. Oh, good team. Oh. Are, they, are they top four? No, I don't think they'll make top four. They're too far behind. I think they're a top four standard. I think they're good enough to be in the top four. I, I think they'll, well, I don't know. Let's say they make second round. game behind. They'll, they'll make second round of finals for sure. They're a game behind. They're six and five. Yeah, which is a game behind. <laughs> Same as us. That's pretty good. <laughs> and GWS will win a premiership. Locked in. But then yeah, we, we, we can talk about that also. Yeah, it? that's absolutely locked in. Yep. Yeah. No uh, anyway, thanks for listening. Oh, shockingly short podcast this week. Well done. We were brief. Even with that long self-gratifying <laughs> <laughs> patting on the back session at the end. Oh, it's anyway, been a good day. Thanks for listening. I like, love those days. Enjoy.